boom, boom, boom. It's 2003, February 6th, and a certain album, a certain classic album just come out. To run things, kill the competition, and set a new precedence. It's Get Rich or Die Trying. Yep, this episode's all about that album on FHO Fresh Hip Hop Opinion with your guy Alize. And as you can tell, I still got a bit of a cold, but we still doing it, we still winning. Alright? But yeah, this album came out in 2003. It was the largest debuting album for an artist since Snoop's album, which was Doggy Styling, in 1993-94. The album sold 12 million albums worldwide just in 2003 and 9 million in the US big album it had 16 tracks 5 singles the singles were the mega hit In The Club which was a Dr. Dre produced beat 21 Questions featuring Nate Dogg rest in peace with Nate Dogg P.I.M.P which also had a remix with Snoop, Snoop Dogg, and then it had If I Can't, which was the last single, but then it had the pretty much the iconic, um, which was also 50 Cent's favorite song on the album, Many Men, which Death Upon. So five singles. In the Club was the biggest song, most iconic song, I think it passed, I think it was a billion streams recently could be wrong with that number but it, it passed some milestone on streams and uh, just a few m- months ago like a month ago actually but that song is basically replaced the normal happy birthday song by stevie wonder that's how big that song is for the younger generation that's the song you play when it's someone's birthday 21 questions is that's a classic love song it, it was kind of creative as well because it literally was 21 questions he's asking this female in the song uh, that's actually one of my favourite rap songs of all time actually because it just it just never gets old and you, no matter when you listen to it it's just just a good song to listen to and then P.I.M.P was obviously a very commercial sounding song um, If I Can't was a bit of a harder record but <clears throat> it was um, yeah it was a good song as well I mean there was no there was no skips on this on this album you know this album was was pretty flawless. I mean, the only song I personally skipped was, I think the uh, the song was called, uh, what was it called now? It was called Poor Little Rich with, um, that featured Eminem and, and Lloyd Banks. I wasn't a big fan of that song. That is a song I, yeah, I do remember I used to skip that one. But every other song was amazing. I mean, my favourite songs were were 21 Questions, High All The Time, uh, Heat, Back Down, and Like My Style. I, I like Patiently Waiting actually as well. That featured Eminem. But um, yeah, High All The Time, I like that one because of the menacing beat. And a lot of it, a lot of that 50 raps on that it was probably one of his, some of his best raps on the album. Heat was just a violent track. It was like you just hear 
um, gun, gun sound effects, and uh, it was just nuts that that song ran. Then. I like the line at the end when Fifty's talking, and he says, um, "A bullet, something about a bulletproof hat. You might get a bit of concussion, but better than a hole in the head." And he starts laughing. That was a really good song. And then back down, back down was uh, another favorite of mine. Actually, that was the obvious Jarul this song, which ended kind of Jarul's whole career. But uh, that was very funny and very also lyrical song, I guess. Jarul, <clears throat> like my style, was a good one as well. And I think it's a very underrated song on the album. You like that song? That was a bit quite. It was an up-tempo kind of song, like a light-hearted song. But and then Tony Yayo had a little feature on there when he's um, he just says like, "50, you need some help." So he's not actually rapping on that song, album because he was incarcerated at the time. But yeah, this album was hella hot, hella hot. Some people's top five, top ten albums of all time. I wouldn't say it's in my top five, but. I mean, it was crazy. It was a crazy album. I mean, this album ended up selling. This album alone probably outsold some of your favorite rappers' whole catalog at the time. Like Nas hadn't sold up to 12 million at that point. He hadn't sold that many albums in his whole career. 50 did it in his first album, which was nuts. Obviously, 50 was on the biggest, one of the biggest labels at the time, signing with Dre, Dr. Dre and Eminem, and being under Interscope Records as well. So he had a big machine behind him, but still, to sell 12 million albums worldwide is, is insane. Well, a couple things I saw online and heard over time anyway about 50s album was 21 Questions was actually inspired by LL Cool J and also a female because 50 was basically sitting in a car with a female and an LL Cool J song came on and he saw basically that the female was getting into it and really loved the song and 50 basically said to himself he wanted to make a song that he can get females to have that type of reaction. So that's what inspired him to do 21 Questions. And even the people in Interscope, his label, like Dr. Dre as well, they didn't even want, they didn't understand why 50 wanted that, that song. They were like, nah, I don't want that on the album. Because they just heard 50 from how they signed him, which was always hard and tough street records. But you know, 50 wasn't known for making love songs, you know, which is, for a younger lot might not understand because he did release quite a few love songs once he got famous like on the second and third album but that's yeah that was Dre Dre didn't understand why he wanted 21 questions at the time but it ended up being like most people's favourite 50, 50 cent song to be fair another fact well not fact really but this is quite a known thing that happened during that whole get rich or die trying is that when he was doing the music video for in the club suge knight if you don't you know suge knight was from death row records he he basically had beef with dr dre so when they're on the in the club set 
basically Suge Knight comes to the set. And the word is that everyone says, oh, Suge Knight's outside. Suge Knight's outside. Everyone starts running and, you know, you know, a lot of people start running because obviously they're thinking that, you know, because they know he's like a, a violent guy. But everyone just stayed put. And then he was basically had beef. He had had words with like D12 and was basically looking for Dr. Dre because he had beef with Dr. Dre. And, but yeah, um, I'm going to keep this nice and short and sweet for you guys this week, okay? But I thought to myself, it's 2023, and that album came out 20 years ago, which is nuts to say. And it wasn't, wouldn't be right if Fresh Hip Hop Opinion didn't do a little thing for that album. Especially if it was out, like, literally 20 years this month. And... Yeah, it was a 16-track album. Everything was blazing. No skips at all on this album, except for the one I mentioned earlier. But even that song was all right still. But yeah, it's, it's a hip-hop iconic album. It's up there with Illmatic, All Eyes On Me, any album you could think of, Death Certificate. This album's up there. Critically acclaimed, commercially successful. Um, still you can play it I play it all the time in the gym you know what I mean um, it's, it's a great album um, Get Rich or Die Trying Salute F-H-O Salutes You Fresh Hip Hop Opinion Tune in next time Peace Love Ayo, ayo, big up yourselves for tuning in to FHO, Fresh Up Opinion Podcast. I just want to move you towards my YouTube channel, which is also Fresh Hip Hop Opinion, surprisingly. Um, yeah, you can catch us, catch me on your YouTube, um, speaking on, again, hip hop and R&B, but it is not the same episodes you hear on here. So if you like this content and you want to hear more, move to YouTube and or subscribe to the YouTube and you can hear some different type of perspectives and opinions and in a different format in a different manner you know um, yeah peace again love FHO